0: Good evening and welcome to Ask the Plastra with me, Eric the Pastra. <laughs> Good evening everybody. Um, yeah, no intro tonight because um, I think people see this about four or five minutes to go and they go, oh, I can't be bothered to wait. <laughs> so I'm just kicking straight off. <laughs> um, hopefully you can hear me. I haven't twiddled about on the computer for the last couple of weeks. So, um uh, yeah it should all be working well and well, hopefully you can hear me <clears throat> uh, but i'm sure you'll let me know uh, in a little while if you can't um hi i'm eric the plasterer for anybody that's new here this is ask the plasterer where you can ask me any plastering related questions i'm a plasterer from southeast london and i've been plastering for 36 years nearly 37 years now um yeah so that's what tonight's about. Good evening, all more regular viewers in land <laughs> YouTube land, whatever you want to call it. Uh <laughs> oh dear. Um yeah. Uh in a minute I'll change the screen so you can see the phone number because apart from also being able to type and you you'll be able to see what's on the screen, you will be able to ring the studio and talk to me live, yes. But there's a bit of a time delay, so if you're watching this on the TV, you will need to uh, turn your telly down uh, when you ring in. Okay, right, let's move across.
1: Uh, see if anybody's in. Ah, here we go. Uh,
0: it's the phone number. Oops, across the bottom for anyone who's not seen it before. And at the top here 07516214983. Oh seven five one six two one four nine eight three, and you can ring. Good evening, diggity da. <laughs> I'm very good, mate. I'm you're good as well. James, nice to see you, mate. Yep, I'm really well, mate. The weather's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's a bit near. Yeah, it's a typical British summer. Um, not bad for rendering, uh, as long as the rain holds off. It's, it's a nice temperature for that, but. Uh,
1: Oh.
2: Hello, real funny tonight. Hello, it's Billin. Hello, Eric. It's John. Hello, John. How are you, mate? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. What can I do for you? Yeah, wonder if you could help me. Um, I've got a job coming up. Um, quite a few savings. Yeah. A uh, very small bit of artics on them. Um, you know, right. just a slight stipple. Okay. Um.
0: What is the best process on that? I mean, for me, you, you've got to have Ritex before or not? Yes, I have, yes. Yeah. I, for me personally, I put up a neat coat of PVA um, yeah. and let it dry completely. Um, yeah. you know, I don't do it when it's tacky and all that malarkey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> then, though a lot of the guys do this magic mix thing where they, they mix, yes. you know, half bonding, half finish. Yeah, that's um, it. But I think one of the guys did The seeding last week, and he used the magic mix. And whatever the issue was with it, halfway through uh, doing it, it started to drop like bubble up and just drop down and peel off. Um, if you do, if you put, I mean, if you're doing that whole thing in one go, you're doing this magic mix, then you're putting a top coat on it while the whole lot's still really soaking wet. Um, I just, I always just because I've always done it that way, I just bond it with bonding and I rule it off with me speed skim. I don't know,
2: speed skim, yeah.
0: And then i I yeah. just let that pull as soon as it starts, as soon as it's tight enough that you can put a skim on it. Um, yeah. Sometimes i let it go completely, completely dark. depends how big it is and what else I'm kind of trying to sort out in the meantime. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> as soon as that's gone, then I'll just go straight over it with, uh, with my couple of sets. And, right, uh, okay. Because the other thing
2: through. is, because there's um, some, what is about seven or eight ceilings in there that do. whole so house. Oh, nice one. Um, I, I don't know whether just just to hit all the ceilings, you know, just PVA all the ceilings, yeah. you know, have a day just, you know, floating all the ceilings. Yeah. And just I, when I've done before, just devil float them. Just, yeah. you know, slight slight key on them, then yeah. go back and start setting the next day.
0: Yeah, well so you're talking about hopping into each room and, and just bonding all the ceilings out first and then setting them all yes. the next day. Yes. Okay. If I if I set any bonding on a ceiling the next day, I it's I it's nice to go on it. Yeah, well, I, I, I go if you, if you go on it that day, you can just go straight yeah. on it. If you go on it the next yeah. day, you're looking at PVA in it again or sealing. Yeah, it. that's right. Otherwise, the skin just starts going too, pulling too quick. Yeah,
2: yeah just too much suction.
0: Yeah, but if you give it again, if I do that, then <clears throat> if they're all dry, then I'd, I'd give them all a coat of PVA because by the time we've done oh. the last one, the first one will probably be dry. <laughs> yeah, yeah it? That's it.
2: And then, but yeah, if you don't
0: mind you... hopping around the rooms, then then, mm. then i would do it in that kind of all the year.
2: Yeah, and it gets all the lids um, out of the way. Yeah, that's it. But if you do go on the next stage, you just go straight again. Neat <clears throat> PVA, or if I, if I, or if I'm um, sorry, mate, this, run that by me again. Yeah, sorry. If you, if you was to like float all the ceilings one day, just floating all the ceilings, yeah. and you think right well, next day I'm gonna, I'm gonna set all the ceilings. Yeah. Um, would you go on with neat PVA? PVA yeah. Again, I've,
0: set. I'd I'd hit them all with a neat cut of PVA, and again, I'd let it go right off. Yeah. And then right, I was, and fine. then I would skim them because that's what I've always done, and I've I've never had a problem with it. Um, yeah. I know other guys have got different techniques, and whatever yeah. you're happy to, whatever they're happy to do, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. That's but set. that for me, and then I know I'm not going to have any issues with anything coming down, or if it is going to come down, then it's going to come down with that bit of bonding, and you know you've got to sort yeah. that out before you can put a skim on it. Yes, Rather
2: than yeah, trying to Because the other the other thing, um, yes. where, you know, with the artefacts, I, I just do not. As you get older, I just do mm. not like scraping
0: them back. I don't scrape them at all anymore, mate. Cause, no. I mean it is the asbestos thing. I mean, I used to, yeah. and um, until I kind of found out it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, I think I they've only got a minuscule amount of um, asbestos in the ones that have, yeah. but it's That's still it's it takes, not good like. to be making. Yeah, it's not good to be making the dust and breathing it in.
2: No, um, no, that's
0: right. If the stipples are ridiculously big, then uh, yeah. just tell the client it, it's an overboarding job.
2: Yeah, um, that's it. No, as I say, they really are fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, now, if they're yeah, fine, mate, then...
2: Slight, slight stipple.
0: Yeah, bonding would go over them, no problem. I mean, some spreads would buy well, a couple of thick coats of skim on it, but I, I never well, do that yeah. either. Again, it yeah, can and be... And you've always got that chance
2: of sort of grinning through it, too. Exactly.
0: you? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because I've, yeah. uh, I've, I don't know if I've ever actually tried it, but I have seen it where, uh, where there's, they try, someone's trying to do that and it does grin through it. There's a little bit yeah. of a, a, high, a high point in it, and you sort of think, oh, hang on, you can see that through. And, of course, when they yeah. paint it, then it'll really stand out. If that it'll stand out,
2: out. Yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, yeah. with the bonding, you know you've got it well covered, mate. And uh, I, haven't, it. I haven't deviled a ceiling up for the years either. <laughs> I mean, because, really? you know, you're getting that extra key, which uh, yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. But the, the, the chemical bond between the two is so strong that yeah. um, the only time I've had any ceiling come down from early days mm-hmm. was when initially I haven't put enough or a decent coat of PVA onto the Artex. On
1: yeah.
0: And then I I've, I've bonded it, then I skimmed it, and then the whole bloody lot I fell down. But, um, down yeah. but in between, if, I, if I've done a good job of getting the bonding up there, yeah. and then there's, and, you know, without leveling it up, and then I will put a skim over the top, never had a, yeah. any kind of comebacks, Whatsoever, so, ever. Right. so oh, that's good. but uh, it just saves you. I mean, if if I mean, if obviously if you like deviling them up because it helps you flatten them out a bit yeah, more as I well, do, yeah. and you're used to doing that, make it do it. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's it. You know, I just think, oh, well, for me, it's just an extra job. <laughs> you yeah.
2: know with the speed really, you know, i you know, a few years back, quite well, seven or eight years ago, quite a quite a run of you know RTX savings yeah. Then I've then I've had nothing, you know, okay. going on them for. So I don't
0: know if you lose a little bit of confidence going over them. No, it shouldn't do, mate. It's a, I mean, it's a fairly fine stipple when you, and, you, and your bonding's mixed up to a decent consistency. It, it goes over. no It goes over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like riding a bike, mate. You, as soon as you get your first trail on, you think, yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> yeah, dog. dog.
2: A <laughs> Nothing lovely. to worry
0: about.
2: It Are you busy good.
0: yourself, Eric? I am, mate. I've, um, I mean, I've had a little bit of time off
2: you had
0: a week off you have a week uh, yeah yeah to and uh yeah. only thing is just, i take a week off man i really don't want to, <laughs> I don't I want to go back yeah, but um but yeah fortunately there's, there's there's quite a few jobs coming in i have had a it was quite a big one i was meant to be doing but uh yeah. they've kept me up to date so was, they were waiting for skirting and stuff to come in and other stuff yeah. they wanted to do before the plastering was done which i don't have a problem with no. and um it's gone like oh it we're waiting for it we're waiting for it oh it's turned up but it's damaged so we've got to send it back so it's going to be a delay so i say that's fine because i'm busy anyway but yeah. um, at some point and a few of the other jobs i've been looking at this week mm. uh, the people have gone like oh we've been ready in about two or three weeks but that's been nearly all of them yeah, yeah and i'm no, thinking well they're all going to come back to me yeah
2: and it's go, just it's just manic at the moment i'm just trying to keep everyone happy and yeah i mean i'm just supporting this health really because i'm working
0: you know seven days, oh, mate. That's what I, I'll do. I won't do it. I'll kind of put people, I will work my calendar on the five days, and even if there's plenty coming in. I mean, a, a guy that I looked at his job the other day and he wanted it done sometime. Well, initially, he said sort of beginning of August or sort of thereabouts, mm. which I knew I couldn't do the beginning anyway. And uh, and I went through my diary and stuff that's coming that I've now booked, and I, I thought I can't start it till about the first, second of September. And I said, look, mate, I can't do it till then, unfortunately, because he accepted the price. And, um, yeah. and he was, oh, no, that's fine, because it gives me – they were going to go away first anyway, and it gives them time to organise it. So, you know, yeah. I was thinking, oh, I might lose it off the fact he might want to get it done in a hurry. And I said, I yeah. understand if you want to try and get someone to do it quicker. But someone else, yeah. Um, but uh, but that's, that's turned out all
2: right. <laughs> yeah, it's but, always the uh, way, isn't it? Because I, I gave a, something similar the other week. I gave, you know, priced up the job, gave him the price, didn't hear no more from it yeah then i've got a text from him today okay yeah. um when are you okay at start?
0: yeah right
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like you know oh panic well some of them it's kind
0: of like you've you expected them to you know and there'll be a little gap before they want you to do it and, yeah. so, and, and i go to those kinds of types of jobs and the people i say to people oh, when you're it done especially when it has been a bit quiet which hasn't been yeah. lately and I'm hoping, oh, if they want that done next week. And they go, oh, well, well next couple of months, will you be busy? And I think, oh, flipping <laughs> hell, well, I'm not busy next week. And uh, another job start is kind of think, oh, yeah, I can't put it in quite yet. And they're kind of like, can you start Monday? You think, oh, no. yeah, no. You know, but it's always that kind of swings and roundabouts, yeah. mate. And the feast of famine, Yeah, I've you know,
2: got to knock the weekends on the edge. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, how old are you now, mate? You did, I think you're talking oh, I'm you 54.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm nearly 50 I 59 September, yeah. who's oh. me. Um, yeah, okay. Oh man, I'm, oh, I'm out pushing 60. Sugar. yeah, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, mate. Got to, yeah,
2: yeah, in your fifty mate, you got you got to give up the weekends. You have got to give up the weekends. Yeah, right. i mean, all right, life's yeah.
0: too short, mate. Life's too short. It is. Well, yeah. You're a
2: long time dead as we. You're it's a long time true. dead. Exactly, mate. He's yeah. a wise, Ooh. a wise dad. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Right, right lovely, Eric. Thank yeah. You
0: cheers, much, mate. A oh, nice one for ringing in. Oh, nice to It gets yeah. the shaft to a good start. I know I can. Yeah. Catch up with whoever's been typing That's on the screen. Lovely. Well,
2: right. We'll cheers. Great work. Thanks, mate. We'll do. All the best. And you. Eric. Yeah. Let us know. You get on with them ceilings, mate.
0: I will do. Nice yeah, one. Definitely. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. All oh, right. Cheers, John. Bye, Bye you know, know, right. mate. Bye. Bye. Right, where are we? James. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Jordan. Hi, Jordan. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm really good, mate. Chucky. Evening. Swayze? Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm keeping good, mate. Keeping good. Keeping busy. Uh, weather's more comfortable now, though it's a bit miserable. Uh, Matthew. Hi, Matthew. Uh, uh, Chucky. yeah. That's All I seem to do is. Cover Artex. <laughs> There's says so much. So, Artex still out there. I mean, it was such a massive thing in the seventies, and people, Joe Public, were doing um, uh, courses, weekend courses in Artexing, and everyone was in their houses. So there, there, are thousands of houses still out there that haven't had their Artex covered. That the people go, you know, you know what? I'm fed up with the sight of this. Uh, so let's all work, mate. So <laughs> don't knock it. <laughs> Ah, yeah, Dear. yeah, yeah. No, I'm doing really well. Hi, Silver. Uh, lead. Hello, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, James, James. I'm 20. Ah, oh, I wish I was 29 again, James. Uh, I've given up weekends now. Oh, five days of life. Ah, wise. A wise man. When you're 29 now, mate, if you stop doing weekends, then uh, the joints will last a lot longer <laughs> and you'll be fitter, fitter, and you'll enjoy life more. And, uh, yeah, there's more to life than the, well, the money, but hey, it's nice to have some money. Uh, but there's nothing worse than that, getting a, you know, working seven days a week, getting plenty of money in the bank, and then if, well, you ain't kind of got the time to spend it. And other times, if, if, if work has ever been quiet, then um, yeah, put in your thumbs, but you ain't got no money to spend on anything. So life can be cruel. Oh dear, but uh, yeah, all right, so. Oh, God, we cooked off to a good start tonight. I was it? But then John to ring in like that. So, top man, John. Thanks again for that, mate. Appreciate it. The PVA worked a treat. Ah, Lee, brilliant. I'm uh, still shocked how it works, but it was all good. <laughs> yeah, well, I've just, I mean, I only know it works because I've used the, just the PVA for so many years. I mean, some of you have a gear,
2: uh, I don't know.
0: How can it, I don't I don't know how certain stuff can be a bit better. And uh some of the jobs I've looked at with the guys have done it, covered it all in blue or red, um grit or whatever it is. Just kinda of think, oh what's that? you know it's all over the wall. That's a funny old colour. Oh it's blue grit or it's red grit or whatever. Uh posh PVA with sand in it, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> and more expensive. SBR I mean SBR for certain jobs might I don't know from experience because I, ne- I never use it unless the clients just happens to have bought it and I'm using that um I know when I have I've never turned around and said to myself well that SBR is a lot better than the PBR I normally use uh but I haven't <laughs> I'm sticking with me eight quid gallons or five liters the uninitiated of a, a cheap PBA yeah, or the ever build uh, i've been using recently because you can get that on the old um amazon which is great uh, eddie evening mate oh it, you haven't missed it yeah uh larven plaster walls do you board straight over oh sorry mate you just jumped up a bit uh, plus, do you board straight over yeah uh, work the odd saturday no oh, i don't need to do saturday morning can't I have to be really pushed for a customer i know really well that's really desperate to do a saturday <laughs> or a saturday morning <laughs> oh dear um so i don't want to lose me fred sorry eddie um i'm plaster walls yeah do i uh, board, yeah i bought straight over straight over don't take don't take nothing off unless it's uh, unless it's really had it i mean i looked at a job this morning and um that was, I thought it'd be a larven plaster wall because they said all the plaster's coming off. And um, it was a it was a partition wall in off of a lounge, big old Victoria house, and it was brick. And uh, <clears throat> the plaster was literally just falling off from it. But it was only about, ooh, not even half an inch thick. So that probably has something to do with it and the fact that it was probably about 100 years old, so. And yeah, but I bought straight over those, mate. <clears throat> anything that saves putting stuff down or making more mess, costing more money for you and all the client <clears throat> when you cut, try to keep your price
1: like reasonable uh, hang on guys uh, getting busy
0: is great it just means for me i'm not the fastest reader in the world i have to catch up um a few
1: games Jason. <coughs> All right Jason, evening mate. Uh do you get plasterboard reveal edges dry too fast when beaded and skim? Do you wet them?
0: Um 9 times out of 10 I don't put any PVA or anything on them. <clears throat> if if there's some plasterboard showing off the side of a bead um i might put a bit of pva on it just to kill that suction on it but it's it's never caused me a massive issue nine times out of ten the beads covering the edge and although it's dry it's absolutely fine but um if it helps you there's nothing you know it's not a big deal to whack a bit of pva over any dry edges of plasterboard you're going to be skimming over just uh yeah won't do any harm at all Uh, so yeah I, uh, i don't normally do it mate but um uh, yeah go ahead and whack a bit of PVA over
1: it Jason chat me. PVA
0: is what I've ever used that ah, well there you go mate They're me both <coughs> and touchwood never had a problem yeah chat me. as I say I've been using it I've been an advocate of neat PVA as well for for a long time I think it's, uh, Years back, I think I just, when I've used watered down PVA, the only time I've ever had an issue with is something is where I've, I've obviously watered it down too much where it wasn't enough, <clears throat> or it seemed to be taking longer to dry because the amount of water <laughs> compared to PVA, in the mix, <clears throat> and spending time putting two coats, of, you know, wet in the coat dry and then putting another coat on, and some people have said, well, the second coat kind of wets down the first coat, so it's not really doing two coats, so uh, <laughs> nice neat PVA is <laughs> the way to go let it dry and then crack on yeah stick put your pva on let it go Put your put your scrim on put your beads on uh and then hit it lovely it bashed out and if it's not too big an area whack some uh half time in it so it goes off twice as fast Uh, hi
1: jordan
0: uh just bought the Marshalltown squeegee. Oh, I've seen them, I haven't used one. Uh, brilliant for flattening your first and second coat of skin. Was a bit sketchy about it at first, but flattens it like a dream. Oh, uh, nice one. How, how, how much was that, Jordan? Do you mind uh, popping that up on your next uh, bit of typing there? Yeah, I think I've seen a couple of videos with guys using those. And they do kind of like, I, I do kind of think, oh, well, mind having a go with one of those. <laughs> but I mean, you could spend a fortune and keep buying. <laughs> different tools i don't know some spreads out there have whole collections of trowels and um, what have you but uh i've got me marshall tower for laying on i've got me <coughs> ultra Ultraflex for uh me, me final coat and me speed skims for in between but um, yeah at some stage and when i remember <laughs> and i've got a couple of quid i will i, I
1: might give the old squeegees a go and give them a try Uh, Rodney, uh, Rodney. Uh,
0: when you're doing internal internal rendering do you have a s- to sponge it sorry Rodney I'm getting old mate when you're doing internal rendering do you have to sponge it like when you're doing it no There's a short answer uh, get it on, get it ruled off to your level um, uh, devil it up with so, plastic float to rub it up and compress it, uh, fill in any little boys that might be there and uh, and give it a nice key. If the well, You probably know, but for any you have novices or DIYs that are watching, plastic float, deviling up, you stick basically a little screw in it. Um, I mean, some guys put three or four screws in it. I just stick one in the corner, tight, and put it in tight enough so the point just sticks out a bit. So when you're rubbing up the wall with the float, it scratches. Patterns in it, circles, figures of eight, whatever, for a key for your for your top coat. But no, no need to use a sponge on it, mate, because you're gonna be covering it in a set. Unless you're gonna leave a a sand cement finish internally, then then I would finish it off with a sponge, yeah. But that's really the internal that wasn't gonna skim over the top of it. <coughs>
1: oh,
0: Jordan, only problem. Is It's another tool to carry about that's true. That's true, mate. So many customers Um, just don't appreciate how much gear and tools you have to cart in and out of their house I mean if they've had plenty of plastering done before then then they probably do but um People generally, you know, they sort of like can't park anywhere near their house They live at the top of a flat uh, That doesn't have a lift And they're kind of like what's your problem? (laughs) I think oh if only you know <laughs> trying to get this stuff and the gear uh, into your actual property before i even start doing that, the plastering so many times i've um i've not priced that into a job i've kind of know it would be a bit awkward i think now i can sort that um, but you should add a bit more on for the time it's taking you to get your gear in and then getting all your gear back out again back to wherever your motor is to Sometimes, if a job's if a job's impossible to get your, your your van anywhere near, I blow them out or I kind of, you know, I don't quote on them because I fuck it. You know, if I can't if I can't park my car <laughs> to quote, how on earth am I going to park it to do the job? Right, I'm sorry, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. I? <coughs> Please. So, with PVA, would you still jump on the wall the next day after you maybe before? Feel- yeah, I have, um, I've said a few times on here, one of the guys, a subscriber, Lee. Not the Lee that's here tonight, I have a Lee. Uh, he had loads of, um, he was trying to do quite a bit himself, but he had about seven rooms in a bungalow to do uh, that he bought, and uh, I went and did that for him. But I got him to PVA everything for me, because I was doing it on a day rate. And uh, so all I had to do was go in, stick my beads on in each room, and, um, and skim them. And uh, so somebody did a whole bungalow and uh no problems. <laughs> I still speak to Lee and he hasn't gone, Oh mate, I'm having issues <laughs> with your plaster. <laughs> Thank you. heavens. <laughs> um so yeah, yeah, if I if, if I would get a whole house PVA'd ahead of time, then I would just go in and each room as and when I wouldn't I wouldn't worry that the PVA's been on there a day, been on there a week. Um if it's on there and it's set, it's doing its job, it's sealed. The original plaster and it's there for that bond that uh, finish just likes to stick to <laughs> uh, um so yes
1: mate that um, should answer your question
0: or brainwashed am i oh sorry about what, what? <laughs> looking at battery mixers 110 boxes break your back humping them about yeah i'm assuming uh i'll just call you brainwashed for sure <laughs> that's not very sure <laughs> Um, assuming you're working on site, then if you're using 110s and having to hump a transformer around, if you are doing a lot of site work, then obviously um, battery operated mixers are a godsend. Just got the mixer, the um, DeWalt, and a couple of other brands are getting really good reviews, uh, they've got a lot of talk, uh, they, the batteries seem to last a distance um and uh yeah but i'm pretty sure they're coming in at about six or seven hundred pounds area um which uh <clears throat> yeah because i like i work mostly and quite a lot of the guys work domestics you kind of thing yeah i've got me Rafina mega mixer i can just plug in but of course it's a 240 so i haven't got a round of flipping very big chunk of metal to uh but not the batteries down but uh <coughs> but yeah <coughs> look at the look at mitch's brainwashed and uh if you do get one uh jump back on here or on the uh, on the old. Uh, hang on a minute on the old this uh, <coughs> called server which i'm sure you're uh i'm sure you're probably a member of already and if you're not <laughs> get onto it there's a, a link in the descriptions of all of our videos and just click on that and you'll get an invite to the community and you can chat with me and any of the other guys um, any time that you like. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can put up a review on there, mate, or um, next time we're on doing the uh, Master Plasterer live stream uh, a couple of weeks' time, 7 o'clock. Um, come on then and uh, type something up there or, or give us a ring and uh, let us know what you made of the old battery mixer. How much <laughs> you coughed up for it um cool. right for anyone that's new that's not been here before i am eric the plasterer i've been a plasterer for 36 years and uh give up a persona <laughs> makes me for the age that i am and um <clears throat> yeah any plastering related questions that you've got you can ask whether you are a time served spread whether you are a novice a DIYer, i have got a diy series i'm working on Coming out, uh, not not anytime soon, <laughs> but fairly soon. I'm uh, trying to fit stuff in and work for a living. <laughs> so, uh, it would be good. I'd li- I'd love like to sit indoors and make videos all day. <laughs> of
2: going kind of work. Don't uh, really, I don't think it would pay the bill. <laughs> uh, dear
0: <coughs> uh, Lee, do you think when the PVA is dry and when you put the first coat on? reactivates it to make it stick um, it might do mate i don't I, I know, I know the uh, the science of it it's one of those things where you know it works don't necessarily know how it works and you don't have to know how it works as long as it works So, but um yeah it might do it might reactivate when you put the um um your skim on it but reactivate just right Getting an even better key than you might than you might do anyway, but um, I just find it's uh, using neat PVA. It's cheaper. It's um, quicker. Putting on one neat coat. Um. And generally, on this year I find I've had no problems with drying <laughs> fairly pronto. Um. And because I tend to PVA everything first, <clears throat> when I come to uh, putting my Fiberglass tape on anywhere over any cracks or whatever uh, sticks like a dream. And also, <clears throat> when I am sticking, which I do a lot, my beads with the miter glue, <laughs> but uh, that sticks a lot better as well. I think if everything's PVA first. So as I said, I PVA everything neat, let it dry, whack the beads on, whack the scrim on, and uh, you're good to go. Just crack on, <laughs> get the job done, and get paid. Yeehee. <laughs> And then up oh, the next one, but not not the same day. I eh? I eh? have at least like, the evening off and start another job the next day. Or if you're anything like me, you'll um yeah you'll allow time to allow a gap think Well, I'm gonna allow this long for the job, which is probably a day longer than I need to if it's a big job. And it gives you a bit of breathing space if you do get held up, or um, just to get you some gear in. And if you've got a day off, then you can go and get the gear for your next job rather than. Having, and get to wherever you're buying it from if you ain't got any stacked in your garage um at the crack of dawn and then get into the job and then try to get it bashed out and if a job you know you can do a job in as a two day job and you've got a decent enough price to do it over two days though so you could do it in one if you if you went like crazy and then you know unless you're like you are crazy Then <laughs> spread it over two and like just chill out a bit more and uh enjoy the uh enjoy the whole uh the artistry mastery rather than um yeah just killing yourself to get it done Uh, (coughs) toby evening toby uh using easy mix do you put in base coat and top coat
1: or just one pass um
0: you talk if you're talking about just finished toby then um I put because I generally knock up enough finish to Put my first coat on and then water down the stuff that's starting to thicken up in the pot for a second coat, for my second coat so it's all going off at the same speed so you won't get any delaminating although that that tends to happen nowadays anyway because your sets aren't separate and dry and then you're sticking another set on the top you are Banging the, banging the two on together. And um, there's no reason for not doing that. Um, if you can keep up with the speed that these, when you remix it, it goes off at. But I have found since I've been using the uh, Easy Mix, the uh, extra time, that's even when you rewater down the first coat in the pot, it still stays <laughs> softer for longer. <laughs> so you have got a bit more time to get your first coat and second coat on, but um, I don't normally knock up a fresh batch. Um, also, because knocking up a fresh batch uh, batch for your second coat means the job's going to take you about an hour longer um, than it should, in, in my experience. Uh, and I was taught I was taught that you just your second coat is done by watering down what's left of your first. Um, whether that was right or wrong at the time, but it was uh, you know I was taught back in the day by proper geezers, <laughs> with traditional plasterers. So uh, that's just what I've always done. And um, yeah, I've done I've done one coat before as well that I've uh, I've rolled off and uh, and trailed up and uh, they've come out beautiful. Um, there is no technical reason that I know of, apart from uh, spending more money on more plaster, which pleases British Gypsum no end. That <laughs> um, you need to put on a specifically two separate coats and let one go off and then mix up a fresh one. Is um, for me personally, it's just pointless. But uh, but each to their own, and what, whatever you're happy doing, um, you, you do that, or you can try some of my techniques. And uh, most guys find out that they work quite well. Um, but if you don't like them, then um, just just do whatever makes you happy when you're out there on the on the job, because you've got to do it every day. Um, so you might as well, yeah, do it the way you like to do it if if it's working well for you you know as i said before nothing nothing i say is that oh you must do it this way and if you don't do it this way you're doing it wrong because <laughs> there isn't there isn't any kind of any wrong unless you're doing something ridiculous and it's not working and it's coming out rubbish and then there'd obviously be a reason for that but, but uh
1: yeah uh uh well you know oh yeah
0: cheers brainwashed yeah let us know and uh hey i can't Keep going with the box. I'm on my own. Uh, oh, I'm on. My own. Sorry mate. Yeah. I can keep, I, I can't keep going with the box. <laughs> I learned to read one day. <laughs> I'm on my own, not site, but plastering insulated boards for benefit tenants, five stories up some. Oh, okay mate, so yeah. Thank you. Uh, what's your tips for surviving a recession? Oh about uh do mini cabin. It's bloody horrible. <laughs> That's what I had to do. But um uh God, that was years ago, um uh, I think uh, I've had to, I've lived through at least two recessions where like after in sites just shut. I think I don't know if it was the nineties one or slightly earlier one than that. But uh the ones in between don't be quite so bad. But um i did mini cabin Uh, fortunately say fortunately the well at the time rather than because there was no uh, there was no sat nav or nothing i literally had to have an a to z book so when i found out where a customer wanted to go (coughs) which hopefully the uh, control guy would tell me i could quickly look it up in my book i mean now that's trying the life out of me trying to find something that fast and then be able to follow it um i think i used to ask people (laughs) as well i go Would you know where you going right exactly oh it just directs me it'll probably be quicker your route <laughs> but uh they did i didn't have to go to pubs and clubs and pick people up which used to be a bit dodgy well i don't think there's no mobile
2: Did I have a mobile phone then i
0: think i might have had a mobile phone and um they um they didn't do pubs and clubs but you had to do a 12-hour shift and uh so you could do seven in the morning till seven in the evening or or not, whatever they were horrible. Shifts, uh, absolutely nakaji. You. you get really fat because you just stop when you can, stuff your face with pie and chips from the chippy. And uh, yeah, wrecks your motor. And uh, yeah, but it, it brought in a crust, um, which at the time there was absolutely no plastering at all. And uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what I did to survive recession. I mean, guys, now they try and get jobs doing the deliveries, because delivery's a big thing now, isn't it? Like grocery deliveries. Um, McDonald's, work at McDonald's. <laughs> you just do what you have to do uh, to get through them until things start picking up again. Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm still at it. <laughs> I've still been plastering since I was 24. <laughs> yeah, give or take a few months. And now I'm pushing 59, so, and uh, yeah, I got through it. Um at the time it's you kind of think oh, and this ain't good but um you know what choice have you got <laughs> at the end of the day oh, dear. yeah yeah it's mate um <coughs> right i'm eric the plasterer for anyone that's just joined us um you can ask me any plastering related questions that you like or you can ask any of uh, we have a regular guys that uh, come along to ask the plaster a live stream every other Monday from seven o'clock uh, We go on till about past eight um, Otherwise you could just I could just waffle all night. You can bring in to the studio on uh, This number down the bottom of the screen there and at the top 07516 214, 07 214 and uh have a chat with me live if you're watching this on telly though you need to turn your telly box down because of the time delay other than that um it's cool if you're doing this on your phone and watching then you probably won't be able to ring me because uh, you have to <laughs> come out of youtube <laughs> to do it yeah <laughs> it's uh, not worth it oh <laughs> uh, dear <clears throat> uh Matthew, have you ever had an apprentice? <clears throat> I only kind of when I first started out, Labourer, come apprentice, you kinda of like take a guy on, on as a labourer that wants to do plastering and um uh and take it from there and uh helped a couple of guys out that worked with me for quite a while and uh taught them the basic skills and uh <laughs> actually surprising how quick they were to <laughs> go off on their own um uh, which was absolutely fine wasn't a problem for me um and then the same when i got when i got a whisk kind of didn't have laborers anymore and when you if you used to take someone on um because it was kind of mostly kind of cash work um wasn't a problem and if they were rubbish um, you could just go look mate forget it this ain't working uh, now if you take someone on fresh especially from an apprenticeship point of view um there's lots of legal requirements to be and um, you have got certain responsibilities you can't just take a guy on and then get shot of him five minutes later
2: <laughs> just because he's rubbish
0: <laughs> or you could but it's, it's 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 more awkward um so uh yeah i haven't from to, to say early days for me i did help a couple of guys out but um yeah it wasn't my uh my forte i mean i don't mind teaching things on video <laughs> or doing the odd one-to-one um uh, with people now that want that but um but generally uh yeah that's as far as i went with where apprenticeships are concerned <laughs> Sorry mate, I make my writing is a trope. Oh, mate, uh, brainwashed <laughs> your, your writing and mine's be on the same path, so I won't worry. Um, Paul, hi, Eric. Uh, my walls feel flat, but the finish is uneven.
1: I'm gonna try using, I think I've gone.
0: My question is, would adding sand to PVA help a lot? Thanks. Uh, Paul, the only time I would add sand to PVA uh, is if I'm going to plaster over something that really needs a good key. Um, if uh, I've also uh, mentioned before, I did plaster or rendered a porcelain sink in someone's garden that they wanted to use as a, a planter. They said, "Can you render a porcelain sink?" And I thought, I'm not really sure, uh, but I. I think this is before blue grit was invented to be honest or red grit and uh i mixed sand in pva and i used that on the on the, um, on the porcelain sink i literally put sand and cement on it and, uh, <laughs> and it worked <laughs> and did the trick so which was quite amazing but um i would never bother putting sand into pva just to put on an ordinary wall that you've got to skim Um only if you really need some extra on something um but other than that, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just wouldn't use any gritted um, additive that you sort of, that you put onto a wall that's got grit in it if you're just going to be skimming it. I absolutely, don't see the point in it. Um, but uh, but some guys have been brought up on using like younger guys uh, on using the uh, different kind of grits and SBR and all the rest of the so they kind of swear by it and they go, well PDA." You know, a bit kind of cheapskate <laughs> uh, that's all we used to have and it's always done me proud <laughs> and it's cheap so um yeah we will always sing the praises of cheap pva <laughs> as long as it's not off you've got to double check the date sometimes because there's nothing worse it does not happen that often if you take the lid off some pva and it smells if it's gone it smells absolutely disgusting you'll know it's gone off <laughs> as soon as you stick your nose over the hole when you take the lid off. But uh, that is rare. I did buy five liters of it in weeks or six months ago now. And uh, I didn't bother checking the date on it because it's not normally a problem. And I got to the job and I took the lid off. And then it blew me head off. It's like smelling salts. But uh, yeah, forgotten what the question was now. I think I've answered it. Yeah, um, don't bother putting grit. Or sand in it. Um, If you just if it's just for skimming over an internal wall, just neat PVA, let it dry, and then go for it. And uh, let me know you get on.
1: Uh, Yeah, no worries,
0: Paul. No worries. Well, exactly. Yeah, now blueprints not cheap. None of these additional things aren't cheap. I noticed uh, how they kind of try and stitch people up. The companies when um, before show public customer. If there's any customers out there, you want to ask any questions, feel free. But um they they first started inventing paint for new plaster and uh or, or a sealer for new plaster which is again just a glorified flipping down pva some description and uh it was 50 quid five liters might have been 10 liters 50 quid really and this was years ago i'm thinking <laughs> so i'd say to my customers that if you use watered down emulsion to still the plaster a few coats of that so it can soak in a bit before you start putting it on neat but don't go wasting your money on the sealants that cost 50 quid a tub because you're just throwing your money away if you've got it to waste you know <laughs> fair enough but uh, it's crazy oh dear um, how are we doing what's the time 1944 very good um, yeah <sighs> what else was i asking yeah is there any of you other guys are you keeping busy i have noticed that work as does seem to have been absolutely no problem whatsoever no one's using rated people or check a trader or trust a trader at the moment apart from guys who are
1: already committed for the year but, uh, yeah i mean while work is coming in you don't really want to be paying to uh to get to get work It's really odd after my trowel smooth.
0: Um yeah, no, if you well, if you trowel up a wall enough it won't it won't be it won't be, it won't be a complete matte finish. You, you will get a bit of a sheen on it, which is normal. Um I mean multi finish doesn't shine up that well <laughs> to be honest. Serapipe finish, which I don't think they make it anymore. Um and you put that on the wall, you used to be able to, and you, if you polish that by keeps rounding it, it would literally look like it'd been varnished. It was so shiny. <laughs> I used to do it just because it used to impress customers. Wow, look at that! Can see my face in it, yeah. And I, I never really had any decorators come at me and go, Flipping hell, mate. <laughs> I really had to sand that before I could paint it. Um, I don't think it was. A, it's a big deal, <coughs> not for not for a good decorator, anyway. But uh, yeah, no, it, well, you don't. You let me get a matte finish, or if you, um, well, if you did your last few trails with a plastic speed skin and then left it under that, but um, initial really good with a plastic speed skin. <laughs> um, yeah. It will dry matte, but you might have uh, issues with it. The uh, only time I have done that is if it's been on a really high ceiling, as I've been struggling to get coated up, and then they've been using a speed skim from the floor on a very long pole to, uh, to go over. But normally after I've done that on any ceiling or wall, I'll go through it with my flexible trout, which will push a slight sheen on the plaster. It's normal. Um, yeah, don't anticipate a matte finish
1: skims.
0: Let's talk Tiresac Tiresac trails. I got one in the garage, funny enough, which my father-in-law. Oh, is this any good to yeah? you? He's 90, that's why. Is this any? Is this any good to you yeah? i found this old tyzac trail in my uh, in my garage, and uh, it's a bit rusty because it's a proper it's a proper carbon trail. But um, but uh, yeah, I've had that off him, so I uh, will give that a clean up and
1: uh, it out on a few of my jobs. How's that trail? Personally, I favourite over Marshalltown. Yeah. <coughs> My first
0: trout when I, when I was learning, I think it, it was a Spear Jackson or Tizak. Uh, I think one company bought out the other uh, before Marshalltown, but then uh, after that, people were kind of up, and it was quite a short, stumpy one. And uh, as soon as I moved on to a in a bigger trail because i've seen other guys using bigger trails and look like oh you can put more on with a bigger trowel. <laughs> which isn't technically always true but and uh and i moved up to a marshall town and i've just been in marshall towns most of my career so um, but see i've got this old ties act that i got off of my father-in-law so um i think it's warning but a
1: bit rusty so i'll clean it off and uh give it a go
0: Mike, hello
1: mike
0: uh have your whatsapp oh yeah hello mate i did um i did send you a message back on that basically saying if you go to my website mike uh plasterer.org.uk it's the same name as my uh, channel uh there's a you can you can whatsapp me straight from there there's a there's a if you're doing it on the phone there's a whatsapp link on the bottom just click on that and you can WhatsApp me uh yeah yeah i don't know i don't, don't know if it comes up on a computer but it definitely comes up on your phone so if you uh, uh so if you do that and uh yeah tell us about this trial of yours mate because it sounds uh i'm intrigued i'm intrigued <laughs> if it's any good mate i will plug it <laughs> Oh, if i get a free one <laughs>
1: uh, right. yeah no worries paul good luck
0: mate Uh, Norman, here, all right, mate. Uh, Can you talk through your process when doing window reveals or anything with the bead on? That may be my experience, but sometimes
1: I get a bow in the centre.
0: You're just talking about um, skimming, Norman. So, like uh, the original plaster there or plasterboard, put a bead on. Literally, how you're putting the stuff onto the onto the reveal I basically tend to go from the top against the window Lay the stuff on across to the bead <clears throat> So you go from the window across and into the bead from the top work my way down and then I'll go along the bottom and take my trout up from the bottom to the top and then take my trout from the top down to the bottom <clears throat> um yeah, I mean, if time you have to be careful is if you've got a really worn in trowel and you're doing that, if if a trowel's fairly <clears throat> fairly square when you do the running up or running down, you just have to make sure that your corner of your trowel is sitting really nicely into the window frame without scratching it, mind uh, as you draw it up so it keeps it nice and flat. Or you could use a plastic float, I don't, but you could, uh, once you put your skim on there because the plastic floats more rigid, you can put that and a new one is best because it's nice and square once you've coated it up put the plastic float at the bottom drag it up again at the top drag it down keep a bit of an angle on it so don't scrape it all off and that'll get it nice and flat and then just leave it alone until you can until it's picking up and you can go back over it with your second coat or uh,
1: or, uh,
0: putting your water on it and getting ready to finish it off that way you shouldn't get any buried in it yeah, nice to hear from you norman hope it's all going well mate other than other than
1: that i've
0: um recently for anyone that doesn't know this is a, <laughs> these will go out as podcasts afterwards and that's uh, the well, it started off quite slow because <laughs> these are quite low aren't they but uh it seems quite a few people are listening to them here and and, and abroad as well america canada <laughs> um ireland scotland um some other places as well. But, uh, and there's one of me and Norman, uh, Let's Talk Plastering, I think it's called. And me and him are chatting about this particular uh, job that i had done. That's on there as well. Actually, it's, it should be on here also as a video, but uh, it's on the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, just look for Ask the Plasterer. And uh, listen to them at work and uh, enjoy all the banter and all the things that you could possibly learn from Ask the Plasterer. And friends, <laughs> I might call it that now because <laughs> you guys are so like regular, which is fantastic, and I love it. Thanks, guys, I uh, really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, after plastering, friends,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, right. Uh, where are we? Anybody? Uh, Norman Rodney? Uh, I know you're a plasterer. What about painting and decorating? Do you do any work doing that if your client wants work done? If I've got time, or if if I'm not busy, plastering wise, um, and it's something fairly straightforward, and it's my own plastering, um, and they want it painted, quite a few people do ask um, when I can, and if I feel like I want to, <laughs> I will. <laughs> um, so so yeah, and the, if it's if it's plastering that you've done, you know where you're at with it. Or if it's if you're you know. I wouldn't just take on decorating some other job that's been plastered. <laughs> I'll leave that for the decorators. But um, but yeah, if uh, if uh, a client wants painting done, if I'm doing a little bathroom seating, and they're saying to me, uh, Could you paint it? <laughs> then uh, then oh, obviously I'll Well, oh, so obviously I'll have to come back and do it when he's dry. <laughs> but uh, if that'll fit into my schedule, because things are quiet, because if it's really busy and you've got plastering booked up, and you haven't allowed time to start, you know, going back on the job and painting it, and then no. Yeah, you just have to work it around whatever your workflow is. Uh, DMA plastering, hello guys. Uh, Have you ever done much site work in your time? Years back, um, it was all site work before I didn't go domestic. I was doing site work for I don't know how many years to be honest at least 15 years just site work and working like working for different um, builders and building companies um, one the, I think one of the first ones I worked for was called perfectionist plastering which is a, a really risky name to have as a company which you're asking for <laughs> some callback back on that one uh, perfectionist plastering I was going to work for them based over in romford and I'm like in a different part of london most of their jobs were sort of central London. And uh, one of their jobs was a uh, refurb of Pentonville prison. Uh, that was, I think I've spoken about it on some of the other plasterers. That was a nightmare of a job, but the, the first time I did the refurb with them on that, it was on, um, it was on day work, so it wasn't a problem. Second time it was on price work, and that was a problem. <laughs> because you had to knock out three cells in neat sand and cement with no additive. At all and no lime. Got um, to knock out three cells in a week to make any money. So uh, yeah, did enjoy that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, oh, wow, and yeah, worked for lots of different builders, building companies. I uh, worked at uh, oh, going back away, uh, Green Park Hotel. It's a massive hotel. I assume it's still called Green Park Hotel. I don't know. And um, that's the first place I saw guys using ridiculously long. Yeah, it must have been flooring trails at the time skimming walls because there was these massive long corridors uh, the only problem with that on that particular site i stuck my tools in on the top floor this is a massive hotel in london in the lift shaft in the top the lift shaft on the top of a hotel and they got nicked so you know that was a flipping inside job must have been so that's a, a bit going when that happens but uh, other than that you yeah, know my experience is working on sites and for buildings i mean in the day before everything went kind of like dry lining if there was any developments going up whether it was houses uh, flats offices there was a stage where the plasterers are coming in and you just go to the site and say when when do you need the plasterers mate or you know have you started on the on the plastering and they would literally go oh you plaster mate yep we've started Can you start tomorrow and you can literally walk onto the site and get a job almost instantly which was Bloody lovely to be honest with you. And on massive sites as well. You didn't have to kill yourself because there's so many guys just all over the shop doing whatever section of the form that said, you know, can you start bashing that out? And then you are just gonna leave you alone for the day. Not on all the jobs, some of them are a bit nightmare. But um yeah, worked for some building company um doing uh I think he was a racehorse owning Arab guy and this is back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. And the place we, that we were working on then, he, he cost him about 11 million pounds. Then was like, you know, it would just be ridiculous money. There was like a hotel, absolutely huge, beautiful place. Um, But he was just wanting to um, get it done because there was some race meeting on and uh, he wanted all his friends and whoever, business associates to be able to come and stay there while the racing was on. And then I don't know if he ever used the place after that, but uh, but anyway, I digress. That was all, uh, yeah, part just part of. I probably remember other things, but I won't, I won't bore you with them now. But um, yeah, as and when I, I think of things from site work days, I'll uh, I'll tell you about them. But uh, but yeah, but there came a point where um, I could earn more money doing domestics, and uh, and it was easier work, and you were in and out of the jobs more quickly rather than getting stuck on a site. I mean, mean the the camaraderie and and, and working with teams of guys uh, was nice, but um, you do at some point kind of get used to uh, working on your own. It is nice to have company sometimes, to survive. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so yeah, (laughs) that's a really long answer to a short question. Yeah, I have (laughs) had lots of working on sites experience. But, um I've been doing domestics for uh, yeah also at least 15 years been at the whole the whole game for nearly 37 years now and uh, I think it probably has been about half and
1: half anyway, stop off there now I'll answer some more questions <coughs> Norman brainwashed, James Mr give our text walls. Would you- bond Your ceiling use the half time on your bonding ceiling uh, yeah, James, if the size of a
0: ceiling uh I knew I could get the bonding on fairly pronto, and I'd have to be hanging about for it. I would stick half time in it uh if it's a fairly big ceiling, I won't bother because I don't want to end up having to rush <laughs> to do it to get it up there and get it flat um. Yeah, any, any any smaller smaller ceilings, smaller walls, if they're gonna have a coat of bonding over them, um I will I will shove some half time in just to whiz it up because there's been occasions I did a little patch up job for someone a little while ago and uh, I didn't I don't think I had any half time boothby. me, I had lots of extra time. And I thought ah it'd be fine. And it literally it took hours and hours to go off. It was only the size of a flip right, back at, behind a radiator somewhere and uh i went and had lunch as well and i came back and it was still too wet if You could stick your fingers in it oh i don't too much natural retard when it was lady or oh, i was just unlucky <laughs> but um yeah any small areas the old half time is
1: lovely uh, all your question was you bond and skim
0: Yeah, I do exactly the same on the wall, mate, as uh, as on the ceiling. Yeah, bond it, so PVA it, bond it. As soon as it's gone enough, uh, skim it. And if I'm having to go back on the wall the next day, then I will hit PVA it the next day to kill the suction, and then skim it, and
1: no problems whatsoever. What
0: <clears throat> Zoltar, hello, mate. Have you just got here? Uh, I'm saying that you might have been on the screen for quite a while, mightn't you? Great <laughs> right, I'm off in tonight. Um, painting might work. Yeah. So, don't go bead first. No, no, uh, sorry, Norman. going back to you. No, yeah, I'll go from the window frame towards the bead,
1: work it into the bead. Uh,
0: Prima Tata versus extra time, old school versus new tech. The only thing, I mean, going back, before I started using any of the easy mix stuff, I wasn't an advocate of uh, ad mixes. I hadn't used them, Uh, didn't really see the point of it. I could knock up a two bag mix, which is all I'd never, most I'd ever knock up on my own anyway, Um, which I could lay on without having to slow it down. But uh, (laughs) I use it now (laughs) so I can chill a bit. And just go a bit slower. Don't get any more done. Which I mean you could get more done if you're using it, you know, properly. Oh yeah, can put on a third wall. But now I just still think, you know what, I I just want to take it easy on on this next set. So uh yeah, I'll stick some uh, extra time in it. Uh and and half time. Yeah, when it comes to like doing any kind of patching with bonding that you wanna skim over fairly quickly. Then the half time is brilliant. They have to be a little bit careful you don't put too much of that in if you're knocking up a small amount. I knocked up a little bit in a normal bucket. I uh, just put a bit of a sprinkle of half time in it. I thought, well, I'd overdo it. <laughs> I don't think I've got it half of it out of the bucket it went. <laughs> but yeah, as long as you measure it properly, uh, you know, you, you're putting in the sachets to the right amount of water, it's a lot more reliable of always getting. Time the same, um, extra time more or less gives you an hour, and you know it's always going to give you an hour extra on the on a set. Whereas the cream tartar, how much you put in, how well it might work, dirty water thing, which I used to do. Sometimes the dirty water worked fantastic for making something off go off quick. Other times I put it in, and it almost well, seemed like it slowed it down. <laughs> so, but yeah, from the chemical perspective, it's just more tried and tested as in, right, if I put this in, I know what this amount of time with it will take minutes really, but generally, you know, you can time it like that. And rather than, as in a guess with using other methods, the olden day methods, but uh, <clears throat> so, so yeah, I've become an advocate of the old uh, easy mix, which is why I plug it for the guys. And obviously, uh, you know, I, I get plenty of <laughs> easy mix then as well. Keep them at me, they keep me at me. It's all good. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm waiting for their second. They've got an advert on at the minute on uh, Fix Radio, Builders Radio, which I never knew existed until about a month ago. It's pretty good as it goes. I don't know if I've been listening to it all day, every day. And uh, they've got an advert on there, and uh, I've written them a, and produced another advert, which uh, hopefully, um, if they think the first one's been worth the money, they're going, to, um, they're going to use my advert. So when that's on there, I'll let you know. And you'll have to listen to fixed radio. Even if it's just to be in my advert once. Um, anyway, I'm digressing again. Going off on a tangent. Yep, done that one. Eddie, uh, I painted my last job, Eric. Nice one. Uh, glad I did. It gave my right shoulder a break. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when I have done painted my own plastering for a customer because i've had the time to get um, yep i can paint it afterwards it has been nice just to have a change um, i did a massive horse stairs and landing uh, for a customer what did the whole house in the end but um and they said oh i think that work was okay but it wasn't like it wasn't flooding in <clears throat> and they said oh, the decorators and i said oh what the decorator charging. <laughs> what he what was his price to uh to paint all this once it's all been plastered, you paint your new plaster. Guys, let's face it, it's not difficult. <clears throat> and uh, I, said, I said, I said, as long as it wasn't stupidly cheap, I said whatever his price was, I'll do it for a bit less. <laughs> so uh, I got that job and I did it, and uh, yeah, it was great. I think <laughs> I've done quite a bit of decorating for them since. But uh, yeah, and it gives you a nice break from from the spreading. But if um, if you don't, uh, <clears throat> yeah if you're really busy with spreading then uh, yeah just stick to the spreading but it, it's nice Eddie, as you say to <coughs> give the old joints a rest mate because doing that with a paintbrush is a lot easier <laughs> absolutely
1: uh skim as you
0: see what is it like being your own boss working for yourself i would never go back to working for a boss no matter how Tough laughter has ever become, like during the recession times and stuff. <laughs> and my missus, I think then would say, oh, can you try and get a proper job? <laughs> I don't think you can get a proper job, babe, because uh, you know, you know what you'd be getting every month then and but yeah, babe, but they don't pay very well. <laughs> I don't know if it would come around before. And uh, yeah, when you've, I've worked for bosses in the past, <laughs> Obviously, I mean, when I was working for building companies, you're kind of working for a boss there, and uh, have your ups and downs for them. But
1: uh, prior to that, um, I was I did
0: chefing cooking for two years, I think, when I uh, when I was cool Yeah, did a bit work in McDonald's, and I, I went and did some chefing. Got a sitting guilt in the old cooking, done it, and they. And uh, I didn't do it for that long. But for the amount of time I did do it, uh, obviously working for someone else, uh, it was horrible. (laughs) Being, going to the same place every day, being beholden to uh, someone else. I mean, your only boss, uh, especially when you're doing domestics, is just your your customer that day or for those couple of days or for that week. And then you're moving on to another new boss. So you haven't got to put up with a miserable boss. (laughs) One of them might be miserable. But uh, but they're not going to be your boss permanently. So yep, I would never look back at uh, not being self-employed. Obviously, it's a kind of a jump you take if you if you have got a job where you're on the cards or uh, you've got a governor. But um, yeah, I, I love working for myself. And once you get used to being your own boss, um, yeah, you don't you don't want anyone else telling you what to do. Not long term anyway, <laughs> apart from the wife.
1: Used to that. um, yeah, hope so that helps, mate. Uh, DMA plastering.
0: I asked because I'm going back to site work soon. Oh, okay. I had enough of domestics that so I've been as it's too much fresh, running my own jobs. Definitely won't be going on price work,
1: pay work. Um yeah if you can get
0: uh uh you can get uh, uh, day work working on site then uh, and it's and it's a reasonable price and they're happy with what you're knocking out for the days that you're doing then great i and you, you must have really like either run yourself ragged doing domestics or taken on other guys that you are to worry about uh to get the stress um, issue going on mate but uh, that you don't want to go back to your site, but um, yeah, no, I found I've, I've always found domestics a reprise <laughs> compared to, uh, not compared to site work, but as I say, site work's just well for me just not, it was not what it was back then. Um, when they when it when they started going on sites, and rather than them saying to me, "Oh yeah, mate, the plaster is starting next week," just to, you know, just crack on. Um, they just assumed you were a plaster if you said you were. They didn't kind of like go, "You know, where's your papers?" <laughs> or anything like that, though I did have a CIS card at the time. And um, the, uh, I've gone off on a tangent. Uh, yeah, um, and it was good then, and then, but then suddenly it was kind of like, oh now we're stopping all these wet trades, everything's being dry lines, taped and jointed, um, because it's quicker. That's a joke, sorry. Um, and uh, I know, uh, and going off on a tangent again, I know spray plastering seems to be quite a thing at the minute, but um, I was watching one of Blaine's uh, videos on the uh, on the spray plastering and you know, it, it's, a, it's a kind of coating, but um, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I think I'll stick, to, I'll stick to traditional and I don't think spray plastering is gonna take over the world, if I'm honest, so um, hey,
1: yeah yep yeah.
0: oh matthew love a bit of fixed radio yeah no. <laughs> yeah the um easy mix advert they've got on there at the minute matt is um or bucky or whatever that'd be cool he's um sort of like still on the old football I'm like oh half time extra time and blah blah and um it's meant to emphasize that easy mix or our easy mix here is uh a Z in it uh, because obviously there's other companies called Easy Mix, but this I'm not. There, uh, but uh, yeah, keep listening and uh, hopefully my advert will be at uh, their next in their uh, campaign. Uh, you'll know it when you hear it because you'll you recognise my dulcy tokens <laughs> Unless they get another guy to completely redo it, <laughs> but it won't. But it won't sound as good.
1: Anyway. Uh, jt yeah yeah really
0: good thanks mate i cannot complain i cannot complain busy boy uh-huh. Not fairly good at the moment though i have made a bit of a boo-boo in me yet i've got a birthday party for my little granddaughter in my back garden it's thursday enough, and uh the grass is a bit yeah it's not very green a bit patchy i thought i'll buy some um Stuff that makes it grow quicker or goes greener And uh, like little, like pellet kind of stuff No smell to it, nothing like that And I sprinkled about 25 kilos of this stuff all over the grass The next day uh, My missus went, what is that smell? And um, Cut a long story short, it smells a bit like the tides gone out in a dock somewhere It's a bit like oh, It's not terrible, but it ain't, it's not nice and uh, I've, uh, I'm hoping and praying that um, I, mean, I think it's eased off pretty much. I've been watering it to death to try and make it soak in. Uh, but, um, hopefully, it'll be good by Thursday, even though it's meant to rain anyway and probably stuff indoors. But uh, yeah, Friday. What's every Friday? Have you seen the plastering show on? Oh, um, yeah, I did. Uh, I watched one of the plastering shows online that I would. Um, what's-his-face uh diy chris um thing Jiggy Bob. yeah i know his name when i see it <laughs> um yeah that he does and that was uh, that was quite good and uh yeah i've listened to that and also um they've got a oh, no, we're not carpenters they got a carpentry on there with um robin clevett uh robin really nice guy really successful chippy uh, a really bloody good chippy, <laughs> and he did some work for me and a mate of mine. Uh, cut up and up a whole roof back when, oh, his early twenties, the same as we were at the time. And uh, I knew he'd do well. <laughs> I didn't know he'd do quite as well as he has. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and he's, he does a carpentry show on the, on there, Robin, Robin clever He's got he's got a great station as well, a great uh, YouTube channel. I want to look that up guys, Robin Kevitt, uh, Carpentry,
1: does a lot of other stuff as well, but he's, uh, he
0: doesn't, he he doesn't cut corners on anything. And uh, I've never seen him not do a a job, no matter what it is. Um, He's kind of like, yeah, on it. (laughs) I wish I could be that. Uh, Yeah, the plastering is not so much uh, not so much to it, I mean, it's, it's, it's an art form, let's not forget that, I mean, it's an art form, but uh, as a carpenter, there's <laughs> so many more things you could do. Uh, and uh, on sites as well, it turned out most of the foreman's used to be carpenters, it seems to be a progression
1: in that part of the world. Uh, uh
0: yeah i've noticed some uh sometimes on the old uh, fixed radio show it's a bit um oh not the anthems thing is, isn't too bad but uh, i think it must be times when they think no one's listening <laughs> because it's, it's been terrible <laughs> but uh but i won't knock it yeah it, it makes a nice change to listen. To. I, I i listen to lbc a hell of a lot um when i'm at work um of course you can listen to lbc you can listen to fixed radio any other radio stations you like or the podcast of this and all the other ones we've done before this um, why not help pass the time away get your old ear buds in find off the, the plasterer or wherever you get your podcasts definitely get it on Spotify I know that for sure and uh, yeah and have a listen uh, your leisure without having to
1: sit in front of your phone
0: right, how are we doing for time this time or past eight if uh if needs be i think we'll go on for about another 15 minutes guys and uh we'll call it a night but uh yeah okay did you like that that's my have you noticed my flying car there uh, uh, it, <laughs> i've been blind not to have noticed it always be repeating itself for the last hour and 15 minutes
1: <laughs> uh, uh, let's
0: have a let's have a change of scenery oh, well, before i come off of this screen don't forget you can ring in if you want 07516 214
1: 983
0: 07516 214 983 yeah so peeps uh, don't forget uh join us on the old uh, community up there or stuart and me and other guys on Trout talk is an amazing Facebook page and uh, it's these are for helping everybody when plastering is concerned whether you're a novice or um, time-served or a DIYer these sites will be there to help you out Uh, and as one thing um, slagging off people's work is something we don't do um, and you won't get that on here, and if you do get any of that on there, it'll be taken down, and the guys that do it will be taken off. So, uh, Trail Talk is a plasterers' help group, and but not just plasterers, <laughs> oh, just plasterers. But you know, what I mean, VR wires and uh, all the rest of it, and uh, obviously, won't get uh, taken out of you. And there's no stupid questions. Basically, at the end of the day, it comes to, uh
1: asking anything about plastering um, what else i'm assuming you've seen me a video about uh a plastering's gonna last
0: <laughs> i forget guys when it comes to uh joining the old uh, ask the plasterer community bob that's uh the uh thingies are down in the description the description there's a link on that and it will invite you to the uh, community server which is a discord site and uh you just follow the instructions on there there's only a couple and bob's your uncle you're in you chat to me or any of the other guys uh, that are on there and the more people we get on there the busier that will become
1: but it's nice to have a bit of a, a bit of a chat on there trail talk
0: only on facebook uh yes yeah, Stuart who, um, who runs it he has got a YouTube channel and uh, actually it'd be nice to get uh, his channel up to a uh, thousand subscribers on there If you haven't subscribed to Stuart's channel uh, then uh, I suggest you do that there should be links to Stuart's channel in the uh, in trial talk as well um, yeah a lot of his videos on there are from his channel so you can just click on one of his videos and then go to his channel and subscribe um, and gets you up to a thousand because that helps with stuff in general. Um, you can't do it if, if you've got a thousand subscribers on the channel. Um, which would be good. There's, there's about uh, the trout talk is growing really well. It wasn't that long ago, it was on a thousand, then it was, and now it's well over 3,000 um guys and girls on there uh, helping each other out. When it comes to plastering, which is what Ask the Plasterer is all about at the end of the day, is helping each other out. Um, helping out the novices, helping out the customers. If, uh, I mean, I've not yet had a customer <laughs> type anything up or sort of ask me a question, <laughs> even if it is, you know, how much should this take? How much do you charge? <laughs> how much do guys charge in general? Uh, or, um, or uh, yeah, or anything really. But uh, if there are any potential customers out there that want to ask a question, feel free to uh, type it up on the screen at any time or to, um, or ring in, or ring in. But uh, but trail
1: talk as as the Facebook page is yeah it's only on Facebook but there's links to uh, other stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Right guys, I think I might call it a a night and just finish a teeny bit earlier. Uh, everyone still feels refreshed and uh, lovely, and the podcast for this one won't be too long. <laughs> for the people that uh, well, I suppose they enjoy listening to them, that uh, mind the fact that they're long, and uh, yeah. They, they, Quite easy to listen to.
2: You haven't got to look at my mug
0: <laughs> for the whole duration. Uh, there, there was funny. You talk about um, female plasterers. When I was when I was doing my my um, well, learning apprenticeship, call it what you want. Um, there was a there was a girl there. I have to admit, <laughs> the other guys couldn't take her. It. It's difficult to take your eyes off her because. <laughs> Because uh, it was just nice to have a female there, and because she was only the only one, <coughs> she was a lovely girl as well, and uh, and a good spread. Well, up, up to the point where we left there, and obviously I never saw her again. But uh, but yeah, and there are a few, there are quite a few women spreads out there that uh, seem to do a fairly pucker job. I mean, I don't mean the ones that are doing a little bit of dry video in it. I mean the ones that are proper spreading, uh, and uh, could probably put a few guys to shame. <laughs> So
1: uh, yeah,
0: yeah. <coughs> uh, Matthew, <coughs> sorry, Matthew. What's that? We have got cut. Is come on there, but I'm not. Uh, oh, oh, come across right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. Come across a few, uh, but they are fairly rare. I mean, it's fairly physically demanding, but then some women are very physically fit, you know. So. <laughs> right guys i'm gonna love you and leave you um thanks for coming along all the regulars thanks guys fantastic uh anyone that's new fantastic thanks for coming along i'm gonna be back here uh monday after next from seven o'clock for osteoplastra um hoping to get some more videos best out as i'm doing a diy series at the moment and i want to get that all put together and put the whole thing out a whole lot out in one go um but well, more or less in one go, probably put one out each day. They're all part of a series. <clears throat> um, but uh, some other stuff will crop up that I'll be able to film that is um, interesting and not something that's uh, been done before that you might have seen a million times and think, you <laughs> know, I don't think I'm gonna bother watching that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if I can if I can, um, any, do anything else that's very exciting and get it up there, then, uh, then i will as soon as i possibly can or uh, i'll pop up anything i can think of that might be interesting <laughs> and i'm pretty sure you'll tell me if it's not so with no more said i'm going to go and as usual have my dinner and uh to seeing all you guys uh for a nice time or on the discord site the community or maybe even on trail talk um yeah or if you ever need to you can email me on eric the plasterer at gmail.com Which <coughs> is Eric the plasterer who still can never find the button. I should stick a bit a a little red dot on my screen, shouldn't I? <laughs> when it's time to finish Eric, just uh there it is, just uh press on that one.
1: Studio and then
0: button there should do the trick. Right guys, thanks again. Uh and uh, yeah, I will we'll see you in the next one.